What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 302nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. And with me today, I have Will. And I'm happy you gave me the time to finish eating my delicious tort, even though you said it was gross. Tort Tortilla? No, it's a, <laughs> it's a, a kind of cake thing. It was creme brulee flavored. Oh, I like creme brulee. Do you even know what creme brulee is? Yeah, it's like something, it's like a layer of something, and then another layer of something, and then it's blowtorched. Well, it's like one one thing, and then they blowtorch the top of it to make it so it's kind of like two layers. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if there was multiple layers to that or not. No, it's not an onion. <laughs> Speaking of layers, uh, we got quite the episode for you. Just Will and I, we're recording this actually pretty late on Sunday night, past Will's bedtime, I would assume. Well past Will's bedtime, very uh, true. <laughs> but Niantic did the whole thing of moving Community Day from a Saturday to a Sunday, and usually the last two Community Days, we were able to get Al on and everything, do the normal Sunday recording, everything was fine and dandy, we could get initial thoughts about that, but... I don't know, 9.30 p.m. is what, like 3.30 a.m. for Al and Rochelle works nights. Uh, I actually don't know if she was available tonight, uh, but we kind of planned this all last minute. But she doesn't also, she also doesn't play Pokemon Go, so it would be probably a pretty boring conversation for her overall. Yeah, I actually think she would be at work right now. Yeah, I think so too. Obviously, I don't know, she doesn't work seven days a week, but I don't know her work schedule offhand. I don't know her work schedule like I know your work schedule, Will. <laughs> My work schedule is pretty simple, always. <laughs> but uh, Detective Pikachu also came out this week. I want to just be very forward with everyone. There will be zero spoilers for Detective Pikachu. Two things about that. One is I will be streaming Detective Pikachu on Wednesday, starting at 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I believe there are nine chapters to that game, so I will be doing... I don't know how long a chapter takes... Uh, it sounds like a lot of streamers do like three chapters and then three streams to wrap it all up. I don't know if that's three hours of content uh, or six hours of content. If I was to guess, I've been told the whole game takes about nine hours to beat. So I'm assuming it's one chapter an hour. Uh, that would be my guess, though. Um, so I've not played it yet. I received it on Friday. I received the giant amiibo as well alongside it. Uh, neither are open yet, but like I said, I will be streaming that on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and then, you know, Mountain Zone that exists somewhere in there. So we'll be doing that. The second thing is I wanted to make sure to give people some time, because you could be like, well, why didn't you stream it on Friday? Because I'm pretty sure once you see somebody play it, there's no point in really you playing it because you know all the puzzles. There's only one solution to the puzzles, I'm assuming. What a, what a, what a brilliant deduction you've made there, sir. That would be like watching somebody do The Witness or Professor Layton. Once you know how the puzzle is solved, it's not like there's some randomization to it. It's not like Tetris. It's no Tetris. That should be on the back of the box. Detective Pikachu, it's no <laughs> Tetris. Uh, but Will has played a little bit of it, so Will's going to give some impressions. But again, no spoilers. When we get to that segment, um, we're going to talk about just like reviews and what people have thought about it. But again, no spoilers to worry about. But next week's episode, we will probably go pretty in-depth with Detective Pikachu. Pretty fully, but we'll warn you when we talk about that stuff. 
Well, for this episode, we're going to do a little bit of Pokemon news. We're going to talk about Community Day uh, again, and then uh, some emails. It's Pokemon of the Week. Uh, so that's pretty much it. And yeah, let's kick off things here with some Detective Pikachu news. <laughs> this is just now all, it's getting interesting. This is, <laughs> this is just two things Detective Pikachu related. Uh, first thing is there's a Detective Pikachu prequel book available in English free on both iTunes and Amazon. So that would be iTunes' iBooks store and then Amazon's Kindle store, I would assume. That yeah, the book something goes like that. So it's completely free. I think it's 48 pages, but the font's really big. It's well, episode zero. For these online books, you can change the size of the font. You oh, know? what? Yeah. I knew that. I was just playing along. <laughs> Who would have guessed? It's episode zero, so it's supposed to take place before uh, the game. I, I, I haven't read it yet, but uh, if you have any interest in um, official fan fiction, I guess this is. <laughs> uh, and it's free. I don't see why you wouldn't download it. Well, now I want to get it. Maybe it has important clues that I'll need for playing the game. I don't think so. I think it's a whole different case. Um, okay. It's a case about Evie, not about Tim Goodman. Don't mock Tim Goodman. Tim Goodman rocks a real nice hoodie. <laughs> the second bit of news, Detective Pikachu related, is if you have an iOS device, uh, you can get free Detective Pikachu stickers. Heck yeah, you can. In the, uh, <laughs> I love them. Is it I, the, the iMessage? Store the, I don't know what they actually call it. Yeah, Text. I don't know what it's called. There's already been Pokemon stickers in the past. There's there's some Pokemon Pixel stickers that are official. There are some uh, Sun and Moon stickers th that I believe are I well I know they are official, but I don't I actually don't remember if they cost money or not. App Store for iMessage is what it's called. So if you just search Pikachu, it pops up for um, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, there's the Pokemon Was Chat not Pals. hard to find, yeah. Uh, there's the Detective Pikachu. There's Pokemon Pixel Art. Uh, and those are the three sticker packs. Uh, I'm pretty sure the the Pixel Art was $1.99. I want to say the Pokemon Chat Pals also cost money at some point. But yeah, if you want some, if you want some stickers, there are some Detective Pikachu ones. They are free. Uh, they're okay. There's... there's there's a couple funny ones. I think they're better than okay. I love them. <laughs> I use them so much. They're pretty cool. It's a bolt of brilliance. Uh, but I like the, that's it. <laughs> that's it. None of your business. Moving on to some non-Detective Pikachu news. Uh, this came out the same day as Detective Pikachu, though, but uh, Blastoise has been added officially to Pokin Tournament. Uh, this is off GameRant.com. Blastoise, which is one of the Pokemon series' most iconic evolved starter Pokemon since its appearance in the very first game, joins the roster of Pokemon Tournament DX as the title's 23rd fighter. Uh, as would be expected given its sturdy frame and cannons protruding from its shell, Blastoise is described by Nintendo as a heavy fighter and appears to have emphasis on placed range attacks at both close and long range. Uh, it's not the first water type Pokemon, water type starter Pokemon to appear in Pokemon Tournament. Blastoise distingu distinguishes it, 
itself from other fighters uh, with its notable defensive armor. In addition, the, t- the new 23rd fighter is available to enter a shell fortress stance in which it retreats into its shell and launches itself into the opponent using that heavy armor as a weapon. The water burst attack move called Destructive Cannon is an extremely powerful attack which it uses upon transforming into Mega Blastoise during Pokemon Synergy Mode. The second DLC pack also adds the legendary Pokemon. Well, that's wrong. Game rant. Uh, It is the mythical Pokemon Celebi and Mew. Thank you very much. To the game's as assist characters, Uh, Mew comes equipped with an ability called Miraculous Power which randomly increases the fighter's attack or causes the attacks to result in critical hits. Meanwhile, Celebi's time travel attack forces the fight into a phase shift. Uh, Pokémon Tournament was released in September of last year as a Nintendo Switch port from the original Wii U title. This newly released pack is the f- uh, is in fact the second half to the Battle Pack DLC. Uh, the battle pack was available for $14.99, included bl- includes Blastoise and the previous pa- uh, pack on January 31st, which was Aegislash, uh, which came alongside uh, with Mimikyu and Mega Rayquaza as assist characters. That's out. Got little to no news, in my opinion. I didn't really see a lot of people talking about it, even though it came out the same day as Detective Pikachu. But And basically, Venusaur now is the only one that's been snubbed. I mean, Venusaur did get its own day today, to be fair. No, Bulbasaur got its day today. <laughs> Venusaur has gotten nothing. I, I mean, there is a plush at Build-A-Bear for Bulbasaur. I remember when you said that there might not be a day. <sighs> well, maybe Venusaur will be in the next DLC for Pokémon Tournament. You think they're going to do another hope. thing of DLC? Yes. Yeah, you think so? Well, how much money did this one make? I don't know. Neither did I, because I didn't buy Pokémon Tournament for the Switch, so <laughs> we'll never know until they come out with a Venusaur DLC. Uh, not to tie too much into Smash, Smash Brothers, but we know there's a new Smash Brothers of some sort, whether that's a, 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 a remake or a port or a brand, brand, brand new one. We're, no one's sure. I see people saying, like, Steve or SBJ, are you excited for the new Smash Brothers? And, you know, I I say no, because I'm not. And they say, but what if they add so-and-so? Or what if they add this? And let me tell you, Pokémon Tournament would be everything I want in a fighting game. It's literally Pokémon fighting Pokémon. Unfortunately, I don't like fighting games. (laughs) No, very true. Very true. So I don't think there's a single character... That could make me excited for Smash Brothers because Pokémon already has a lot of characters I really like. Aegislash, Chandelure, Blaziken I had a lot of fun with when I did play it. Uh, Weavile was extremely fun. Uh, there's a lot. Pikachu, Luce, Libre, Pikachu. There's so many characters in Pokémon Tournament that make that game enjoyable, but at the end of the day, it's a fighting game. Um, and I just wish I liked fighting games more. Uh, I don't think no, Pokemon. No, tournament- you don't wish that you liked yeah, fighting right. games you're more. Right. That's not true. And I mean, you like Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, but that's not a fighting game. Yeah, but they they, they fight. What what <laughs> else are they doing up there in the stadium? It's like a turn based. It's not like a, a fighting game in the sense of like 
Pokemon Stadium's turn-based. Yeah. And yeah, I do like that. I do like that. I, I just think that people have made so much out of... What is it? Oh, the name just dropped right out of my head. I'm like so Smash. aggravated by it. Smash Brothers that it's like it sucked all the fun out of it. It's like you can't have fun. You've got like you've got to be meta. You've got to play like the specific characters in a specific way. And it's like, ugh, what? Where? Where? Whatever happened to the fun of just sitting down and bopping people on the head? <laughs> well, you remember when? The Wii U Smash came out, it was the same day as Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And I remember that first weekend, like that Friday and Saturday night. Pokemon, or I mean, Nintendo likes to release their games on Friday, and that's that's fine. I think that's cool. Uh, that Friday and Saturday night, I played a lot of Smash. And I had eight people over, because the Wii U could do eight people, and everyone thought that was so cool. And And I had a lot of fun that weekend. And after maybe, you know, 16 hours of playing it, Near the end, certain people started getting a lot better than other people, whereas, you know, the first couple hours, everyone was kind of on the same playing field. But then I think after that, we had maybe one more Smash night. I think it was the the following Friday. We had, like, another eight people. And then I never played it again. Uh, it was just, like, kind of everyone lost interest. It almost felt, like, very party gamey, and I, I had a lot of fun with that time, but... I feel like this has happened to me every Smash Brothers, where it's like, and it, even it happened with the Pokemon Tournament. Pokemon Tournament had a little more life, but the when everyone first gets it, it's really fun because everyone's still trying to figure it out. No one's really serious, and then all of a sudden, like as as the, as the hours pass, somebody's getting better, and then everyone else is not, and then it starts becoming unfun. Well, yeah, if you don't have an option of winning, then yes, or an option to win. Definitely not for me. Moving on. Some Pokemon Go news here real quick. Uh, Lugia, the legendary Pokemon, has been has returned. So this is the second time Lugia is returning. It's from uh, March 16th through April 2nd. Uh, no more Rayquaza. All gone. Uh, it will have a new move, Sky Attack. And it is possible for you to get a shiny Lugia. Which yes. is new. My coworker got a shiny Lugia, but unfortunately, it did not have good um, stats. Oh, so they were probably very unhappy. <laughs> Correct. True. Uh, okay. So, a couple things. No one knows what the shiny rate is for raid stuff. People have suggested and, you know, tried to band together to say, you know, I've encountered this many. This is when I got a shiny. I've encountered this many. This is when I got a shiny. All right. If we get like a hundred people to do this, we do the math, add it together, try to come up with some percentages, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But specifically, the people on the self road believe that in a in, in a normal day, a, there's a one in 110 chance of getting a shiny Pokemon while playing Pokemon Go, which on paper seems very low. But I, I challenge you to find a hundred of the same Pokemon in one day in Pokemon Go without it pretty much consuming your entire day. Yeah. Swablu is the one I see the most. Swablus are kind of everywhere, I think. I've seen maybe about 200 Swablus since they debuted about, what, 45 days ago, 50 days ago. Still no shiny. But of course, just like any uh, percentages, just because it might... And take that with a grain of salt. I'm not saying 110 is confirmed. Just because it may be 1 in 110 doesn't mean you're guaranteed it in 110. So going back to Lugia, some people believe that it's 1 in 20. 
Unfortunately, you would need a group of people to even attempt a Lugia, plus you have to go to the raid and you get one free pass a day, so you might have to spend money to do more raids in a day. But on the plus side, uh, Lugia's catch rate, in or most legendary catch rate, is 2%. That's if you just throw your premier ball straight and no curve, no nice, no great, no excellent, just straight. You curve it. Uh, if you add a berry, raspberry, if you add a golden ras, uh, if you get nice, excellent, great, those all increase the percentage, of course. I think the highest you can get it is about 16% per Pokeball, which is pretty good. Uh, but uh, if you find the shiny Lugia, it's 100% catch rate, which is very nice, I think. That is nice, yeah. I, th I think that's cool. I was very worried how they were going to do this, and I think it's cool. I think, it's, I think that's kind of the right way to do it. I'm not going to disagree. I'm, I think that that is a very kind and fine way to do it. The egg, Eggs Travaganza has returned. Oh, boy. Uh, this is what they did last year. They're doing it again. It is uh, March 22nd to April 2nd, so same time as Lugia. A greater variety of Pokemon will be found in 2K eggs and will be available from Pokestops. So if you're unfamiliar with Pokemon Go, there are 2K, 5K and 10k eggs, um, and you would have to walk, walk two kilometers to hatch said egg. Uh, Pokemon that normally hatch from five or ten, such as Why Not or Routes, will be found in the 2k eggs. There will be an increased hatch rate for cer certain Pokemon, like Pichu and Togepi, so it'll be a little more common to find those two, as well as, you know, Why Not and Routes. Every egg hatched will also include bonus candy in addition to bonus stardust throughout the event. And then the in-game shop also has special boxes to include super incubators and star pieces. And then with this event, uh, they added three more shiny Pokemon. Those three shiny are Togepi, Magby, and Why Not. They can all be shiny now, so that means Togetic, Magmar. And Toge Wait, can you get Togekiss yet? Not yet, Gen 4 for Togekiss. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Magmar, Wobbuffet. They can all be shiny now if you obviously get the baby and then evolve it. Pichu has already been shiny, uh, so if there's an increased rate of Pichu, I guess that's an increase, increased rate for Pichu to be shiny, I suppose. That being said, I think this event sucks. And let me tell you why. <laughs> why? It's such a money grab, and I think that's what bothers, that, well, that's what bothers me about it. Oh, because of the incubators? Because, so you have you have three different boxes. So an incubator, a normal incubator is uh, 150 coins. And that's, you, you get, you, you have a, if you're familiar with Pokemon Go, if you're not, you have one incubator that's permanent. Uh, and it will, you can, you only have one, but you can use it as many times as you want, one egg at a time. And then if you go in the store, for $1.50, you can buy another incubator that breaks after three times. So you can hatch three eggs with it, it breaks. Uh, and then they introduce something called super incubators, which are $2, and uh, they, they hatch eggs, I forget, I forget how fast they hatch eggs, it's like 33% faster or something like that, they hatch eggs faster, so you're like, actually let me, let me look at my items, it'll tell me, uh, instead of 2k for your 2k eggs, it's 1.3k, whatever the math is on that. That's like... 3.5 something percent? Yeah. Maybe. something like Math. Something like that. Or 
So, so the super incubators, if you buy them alone, which I don't think you can at this point because they are not always available, they're two dollars. And if you if you spend seven dollars and eighty cents, you get five of them. So you are saving, uh, you know, two dollars and twenty cents. Plus, you're getting five incense, and you're getting uh, ten star pieces. So those cost money on their own for sure. Like five uh, incense costs five, uh, like a little, a little below five dollars. So it's a, it's a, it's a decent deal, but it's still eight dollars for pretty much fifteen eggs. Let's because they the super incubators you can use three times. But because no matter what, you're getting only 2k eggs during this event, you really don't need super incubators for 2k eggs. Nah. You kind of want those for 10k eggs because it brings a 10k down to like 6 kilometers instead of 10 kilometers. Yeah, that's about 33% right there. This event is so money grabby because you're only getting 2k eggs and you're getting a lot of them. You want to buy the super incubators because honestly... It's the better deal to buy the five super incubators instead of the the just the normal incubators. And then you're hatching eggs faster, which means you're getting eggs faster, which means you're like, well, now I need more incubators because I want to hatch these eggs faster. And I know somebody's shouting at the, the podcast going, well, just don't buy anything. And that's fine. You could do that. But because they've introduced three new shiny Pokemon and the only way to get those shiny Pokemon are through eggs and the best opportunity to get those is during this event when they've purposely increased the the spawn rate of them. It's, at its core, just very money-grabby. Uh, I'm sure you can probably get all three if you just have a lot of time to walk a lot and uh, you always have your app open and you're paying attention, but I don't know. It just, it, it just, it just rubs me a little bit the wrong way. Uh, for well, sure. I mean, they've got to make money somehow. Oh, well, they're one. making they're making money. There's no doubt that they're making money for sure. Number two, you need to become one of those IRL Twitch streamers and just Twitch stream you going out and hatching eggs. Everybody wants to see that. And then when you get shinies, it's just as good as shiny hunting. You know, I'm all for that. But Wisconsin is very cold. And you know, AT&T's data plans a problem are, that can be solved. <laughs> AT&T's data plans are not the best. <sighs> All right. I also really want a shiny why not cuz it's purple. Well, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, so and that's you a, get the shiny Wobbuffet. That's that, that's available for everyone. Um for sure. Uh, I think that's all our Pokemon Go news. Let me just double check here real quick. Yeah, here's some news for you. I didn't get you. I didn't get no Bulbasaurs. No Bulbasaurs. No Bulbasaurs for Will. All right. Well, when we come back from the break, we'll talk a little bit about the community event. Uh, it's not. It wasn't that much different than other ones, so we probably won't spend too much time on it. But uh, give us a quick minute, and then we'll come back, and then we will talk about Pokemon Go community event, Detective Pikachu uh, reception. Uh, a couple of emails, and then our Pokemon of the week. Did you know, speaking of buffaloes, that buffalo, 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 buffalo is a now. grammatically correct sentence in that English? Incorrect. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. There's a Wikipedia article about it. Buffalo, 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 
And we are back from our break. You didn't get any bubble star as well. No, I mean I can't say that I tried excessively hard, but what happened to I, like hanging out with uh, Joe or Jim or uh, Randy? I don't know who, who. <laughs> are these people. <laughs> I thought you had some. I thought you were gonna do it with somebody this time. No, uh, hmm. and no, no. That, <laughs> I guess I could have contacted Joe. Joe is a real person who I could hang out with, but. Nah, I I just did it on a dog walk, and I just, I didn't have any luck. I maybe Bulbasaurs just don't appear in green grassy areas. That possibly, maybe. No, I mean they were spawning everywhere. I did. did, did I saw Taylo. I saw Hoot Hoot. <laughs> did maybe Eastern had a different time zone? I don't know. For me, it was one p.m. to four p.m., which is which what it so always is. Eastern, that should have been 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And I was doing it from like 3.30 to 4 o'clock. So, should have been fine. Should have been fine. Maybe my Pokemon Go is broken because I don't use it enough. (laughs) It still has the loading screen from New Year's. No, no, yeah. Is that that a bad thing? No, no, it's supposed to have that, yeah. Okay. I got eight shiny Bulbasaur. Wow. Uh, which is less than I did last time, which I think I walked away with 11 Dratini. That's the problem, is you, you got all the Bulbasaurs. I, I, I did. I think, I don't know how many Micah got. I know Irene got nine, and she probably clicked on less Bulbasaurs than I did, because I was, I, was, I was very adamant and trying to get as many as I could. I think Micah's wife got two or three. And yeah, so I I went to the same mall I've gone the last two community days. Uh, a couple things uh, I read on Reddit that people were reporting that spawns were not as frequent as the Dratini or the Pikachu. I will say that in my area, at the same exact location, spawns were definitely not as frequent. I mean, I was seeing a lot of Bulbasaur's, but I was seeing almost, I would say, twice as many Dratinis. I, I, I would get like four to five Bulbasaur's to pop up in an area, but... Last month, it was almost like eight Dratinis per area. So I noticed that. And that otherwise, it was, it was pretty much the same as, as last events. I found it really fun. I enjoyed my three hours. They flew by. Uh, I, was very, I was very stressed to get three of them because, of course, I wanted a Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur in shiny form. Once I got three, I was definitely a little less stressed. Oh, and you being stressed out for Pokemon Go is like the worst thing ever. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fun. I'm I'm glad they keep doing this. I safe to assume Squirtle is next. Uh, I mean, it could be something else. I don't see why they would do Charmander next. I feel like they would just go in Poke Pokédex order. order. Yeah, yeah. I do like me a Squirtle. Uh, it could be possible to the weather, too, I noticed. Uh, it was windy uh, in my game. So windy means dragon Pokemon and flying Pokemon appear more likely. And it was funny because as soon as the event ended, the weather turned to sunny, which means fire and grass Pokemon appear more often. So that was a little frustrating. I probably hatched about 12 to 15 eggs. I got a, I got two Y-knots, none were shiny, so that was a little frustrating. Also, just FYI, 
I believe Why Not is the hardest Pokemon to currently hatch. But of course, they said they've increased Why Not hatches, so hopefully a little easier. But Why Not and Azumarill are the two harder, hardest to hatch right now in the game, if you care about that. Is it they're hard to come across, or they only come about in the, like, 10k eggs? They're normally only in the 10k eggs, and they're the rarest in the 10k oh, eggs, yeah. All right, I got it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, Will, that you have not given uh, Community Day a full, a full try. All right, when is the next Community Day? It's going to be in April. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll announce it uh, within the week, because they usually give people about three weeks heads up, which I super, super appreciate. It's, it's very nice that they like give everyone a lot of time to plan. What if it's on April 7th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m.? That seems, uh, you know, that seems a little close, for sure. Uh, and I believe we would both be in a plane at that time. No! Said, oh, I certainly oh, hope not. <laughs> oh, I saw that you said 11th. Uh, 7th, that would be during our panel. Correct. No, my <laughs> guess is it's going to be either the 21st or the 22nd. I wonder if they're going to do another Sunday. Well, I mean, it's only fair because there are people who have religious observances on Saturdays that prevent them from using technology and stuff. So it's only fair that they would, you know, stagger them so that everybody can enjoy taking part in the community days and stuff. I hope it's not the 15th. That's Midwest Gaming Classic. Are you doing Midwest Gaming Classic this year? I am, yeah. Ah, cool. You're just busy. Yeah, uh, April's a very busy month, but... We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll 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 see for sure. Uh, but yeah, I saw other people playing Pokemon Go at the mall. Uh, there's probably a better place in Milwaukee to play, but it was also like mm, 40 degrees, and that's not the best for three hours of being outside. It's a little nippy. Uh, 40s? Hmm. Yeah. But that's why you do it from your car. Nah. See, I don't like the car. I... I get stressed out in the car. I want to I wanna walk. I definitely do want to walk playing Pokemon Go. I, I, I feel like I have more fun that way. But you don't want to wear a winter coat. Correct. Yeah. That's why I like the mall. It's, con- <sighs> it's controlled temperature. Uh, there are bathrooms nearby. That is true. That the, is a huge factor. There are, there's a food court in case you get hungry. Do they have good restaurants in the... Which way? This is Mayfair, right? Yeah, they, they have five guys. Uh, five Guys is not good food. Come on, mm, give me another one. Have, Try another one. Steak Escape? Well, that does not sound good at all either. Is uh, that like Philly cheesesteaks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, no thank you. Uh, uh, Subway? Uh, I mean, eat reasonably fresh, I suppose. A- Auntie Anne's? Uh, well, that's always a win. Them soft pretzels. <laughs> yeah, they hit a spot in my heart. C- Cinnabon? I've never had that. Uh, no one wants it. All right. No one wakes up in the morning and goes, you know what I want? Cinnabon. People I think just there walk. Are people who actually do. But... <laughs> people walk past it and go, ah, I hate my life. I'll get a Cinnabon. <laughs> wow. No, they're delicious cinnamon sweets to enjoy. But come on, you really haven't hit me with like a really good. Uh, I mean, I can't think of any other stand. one. I'm, I'm sure there's Sbarro, I think, is in there. Uh, Sparrow, I used to like. Uh, boy, there's no um IHOP. 
No, I have. What are you trying to get pancakes at the mall? They had that at San Antonio, dude. Did they? Heck yeah. Hey, little IHOP station right at the mall. <laughs> I don't remember it's that. real nice. I don't remember that. Because you never were like up early enough to actually go to the breakfast things, breakfast events. Do you remember they had the power outage? Wait, at San Antonio? Yeah. I don't remember a power outage. Yeah, because you were asleep. <sighs> it was like the last day we were there. Maybe it was only your room. No, no, no. It was the mall. The, oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't remember. Well, you also don't remember the IHOP, which I'm sure Irene went to. I'm I'm sure Micah went to. I'm I'm sure they both did, yes. I got I got breakfast at Whataburger and it was very good. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, Detective Pikachu time. Best game of the year. Is it? You like it? Well, uh, <laughs> how how times have changed. Uh, <laughs> within the past three seconds, I the most impressive thing I can say so far is the what, what do you call the screen that just kind of runs before you actually start the game? The opening cutscene. Well, it's not a cutscene though. It's like it says Detective Pikachu across the, str- the, the game title. And the like the title screen, yeah. That's done really cool. I really like that a lot. And so, I mean, uh, honestly, it's a story game where it's more like you're just uncovering the story as you go and you kind of like walk around and click on things and Find out different pieces, and then you put the pieces together and solve mysteries. Wow, how strange for a detective game. I like Tim Goodman. I like the art. I like. I, I really like the way that they did the art. I like the way that the Pokemon are done in the game. Um, I've had a few really good chuckles based on different things uh, and interactions and everything like that. I have one severe drawback. What's that? That's really holding me back from truly loving this game. I have pressed everything. Everywhere on the lower screen, pressed every button, and I cannot find a way to save my progress. So, Is it autosave? I don't know. I'm not going to turn it off to find out and like find out that I lost half of like the evidence that I collected. How many chapters the- are you in? I'm still in the first one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> because uh, you, ha- you have to be thorough. It, it, it really, okay. So it really holds your hand. It, this is very clearly a children's game. And one thing I'll say is, you know, you can make a game difficult by making it have puzzles that are difficult to figure out, right? Uh-huh. Or... You, if it's a dexterity challenge, you know you have to jump at certain times to hit certain blocks and get through levels that way and everything like that. I am not a fan of a game being made difficult just because they say, well, little kids have a really hard time staying focused and paying attention to things, so we're just going to make this game require staying focused and paying attention to things, and that will be the difficulty level. Because I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, okay, Pokemon, Pikachu and Tim, I, I've already figured this out. 
we we don't need to go through all these different <laughs> steps for you to allow me to unlock the next thing. But obviously they do that because they know that kids are not going to be focused enough to kind of just look at the evidence that's in front of them and deduce <laughs> exactly what's going on. Now but still. You, you, you play, uh, now that you've played a little bit of it, does it remind you of any other game that you've played? Um, it kind of does, but for some reason, like that's not, it's not coming straight to my head, but it's, it's very, uh, like JRPG like, uh, not in that you're going to be having battles or anything, but you're walking around and you walk up to people and you talk to them. Are you controlling Tim or Pikachu? It depends on how you define control. Well, you Um, said walking up to people. Well, but Pikachu follows Tim everywhere he goes. Mm, you're probably so, walking Tim. Yes. So I'm trying to think of like another game where it was basically just walk around and interview people. Uh, Did you ever play, uh, what's that game, the, the objection game? Uh, Phoenix Wright. No, heck no. And you, I already asked if you played Professor Layton. No Layton for Will. Uh-uh. But it's it's kind of to me like in... Persona 4, when you're like walking around the school and then you can like walk up to people and talk to them in the hallway and stuff like that, that's that's what it's kind of like for me. Okay. And so you're, you're chapter one in, uh, you're, you're, you can't figure out how to save, but sounds like you like it, but also you don't because uh, of I how mean, like I... handholdy it is. If you are looking for a challenging game that's going to really keep you engaged for a long time. This is not the game for you. It's $40. It is $42 with tax. Did you get the uh, uh, Amiibo? I can't figure out what I would use that for, so no. Okay. And I have no other Amiibos, so I don't really see Detective Pikachu being my first Amiibo purchase. It's pretty big. As I've I, I heard, it's twice the size <laughs> of a normal Amiibo. But I, I think really kind of the way that you interact with Pokemon in this game and kind of the way that the, that's like the best part of it because it's really like, what if you weren't a Pokemon trainer, but you're living in a world with Pokemon? What would that be like? And you kind of get a little taste of that. So that's they, a lot of fun. Do they explain why Pikachu talks? Is there a reason? Um, Tim is the only person who can understand Pikachu. Nobody else can. Hmm. They I... reveal that very early in the game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, no, that doesn't actually sound like a spoiler. <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't change the, no, it doesn't doesn't really... change the plot whatsoever. No. Uh, I have an interview here from sourcegaming.info. Uh, I posted this a little bit. Uh, I posted a snippet of this in Slack. Uh, but they, uh, it's a Pokemon and Smash, uh, Masuda and Sakurai interview. It was actually posted, um, on August 21st, 2016. So it's a little bit old here. Uh, but the thing I found interesting is it, they talk about Detective Pikachu. Obviously, they talk about Smash Brothers. I'm not worried about the Smash Brothers part, but I'll read some of the interview here. Masuda. Uh, goes, I think it's natural. 
I think that that's natural reaction to seeing Detective Pikachu laughs. We had a lot of restrictions in place for Pikachu for a long time. Sakurai said, According to the character license, Pikachu couldn't speak, and he couldn't wear any clothing. Masuda says, That's right. I felt that Pikachu as a character became very established and entrenched over the course of 20 years. So I thought it was okay to loosen up for some of the restrictions. For example, Pikachu can wear clothes now because Pikachu is so recognizable. And it's obvious that it is Pikachu, even with clothes on. Sakurai says, I see. So what you're saying now... So what you're saying is that even though Pikachu is wearing clothing, most people will understand that it's not his true form, so to speak. It's just a temporary phase. Masuda goes, that's right. And for the same reason why Detective Pikachu wears a hat. So now even if uh, Pikachu says in an old man voice, hey, Sakurai, everyone laughs. But Masuda goes, I think that people will think, man, Pikachu is sure changed. But pretty much they're saying... Uh, I mean, there's more to it. I'm not going to read the entire interview, but uh, pretty much says that Detective Pikachu and Smash Brothers were kind of the first time they they lifted the no the clothing restriction and the voice restriction, and I think you see that in in X and Y too. That's probably when they actually really did start this when Pikachu has like Lucha Libre and dance and rocker, and that was X and Y, right? The costumes? Uh, no, that was um. Because of the the performance things in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, what are the performances called? What? Ugh. It's the different way of doing the competitions. Yeah, yeah. Cosplay Pikachu, that, that's what they're called. That's not in X and Y. Mm. That's in uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I know that I'm right. <laughs> I thought that was X and Y for some reason. How dare you question me? You've got... Pokemon overload from all this shiny hunting and Poke Radar and the hysterical shaking of the grass or whatever. Uh-huh. You've you've completely lost track of which game is which. There's five. There's the Pikachu Rockstar, Pikachu Ballet, Pikachu Popstar, Pikachu PhD, and then Pikachu Libre. I think it's a Pikachu bell, like a southern bell. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, that's pretty interesting, though, that, like, they were so protect. I mean, it makes sense they were so protective of Pikachu. Oh, heck yeah. Dude is almost as recognizable as other large corporate mascots. I think Pik- <laughs> uh, oh, maybe it's Mario. I think Mario might be the second most recognizable character. I think Mickey Mouse is number one. You think Mario before Pikachu? Yeah, no, I read a book about it. They talked about like the Ugh. the top uh, reading books will get you nowhere in life. But I, I don't remember what their, what their source was, uh, but I'm pretty sure Mario was number one for like a year and then uh Mickey Mouse came because you know how I th- I forgot how they did it too I forgot the, what the study was I think they just like showed characters to kids and kids always knew what said character was over other character. Oh sure, that's like Ronald McDonald and Mickey Mouse are like the top contenders because McDonald's and Disney are everywhere on this planet. Detective Pikachu overall been getting pretty okay scores. I don't really like going off Metacritic, but it has a it has a couple like. 
blurbs to get you an ideal of it. Uh, IGN says Detective Pikachu offers a bold take on the iconic Pokemon, which succeeds thanks to Pika prompts that build Pikachu's be that build Pikachu beyond detective stereotypes. Even though I figured out uh, the cases far before the end, each one utilized <laughs> the world of Pokemon to the fullest and ultimately yes. offered a unique Pokemon experience that I hope that that I hope we see done again soon. There you go. I, I can agree with most of those words. Uh, Nintendo Life says, The game can be a little too easy and repetitive at times, and we were surprised to see the ending appear so abruptly, but everything presented within a very solid package that will have kids and adults alike hooked. Detective fans of the series will likely get the most out of the experience with the game's art, storytelling, and genuinely like genuinely likable cast showing the world of Pokemon in a new in a great new light, but we'd urge anyone interested to give this one a go. I mean, I, I think people should try it too. If, if it sounds interesting to you, you will enjoy it. This is true. If you're on the fence, maybe wait a little bit and see what your friends have to say. I, and I will say the Pikachu is real cute. It does fun stuff. I mean, a lot of people who like gave it average kind of said like, it's just easy. Um, it's meant for younger people. Those were kind of like the the words that stood out for people that were like, yeah, it's it's okay. Oh, definitely, yeah. So. But I think it does have an easy and a hard mode. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an easy mode, like, you can make it easier if you need to. I feel like it's a game you can only play once, though. Well, I think remember, the- it's a story, so sometimes you want to read a book again just because you enjoy the story. That's true. There may be aspects to it that you're like, I kind of want to go through this again. It's, <laughs> it's, there's this one Pokemon that just made me laugh completely, and it's not a Pokemon I was expecting, so that was really funny. All right, all right. We can talk about that next week. I don't want to spoil any. Okay. I think we're running a little long, so we can save our, we can save our emails for next week. Do you want to tackle our Pokemon of the week? I've picked out a special Pokemon of the week this week. All right, let's 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 do it. Pokemon of the week is Well, let me read the biology. Oh, except ugh, I'm going to read the biology and see if you can guess who the Pokemon of the week is. Ooh, Does I that like work this. for you? Yeah, I like okay. this. All right. It's just I have to change the words. All right. This Pokemon is a monkey-like Pokemon with a three-fingered hand at the end of its tail. Its fur is purple, while the skin of its face, inner ears, belly, feet, and the tip of its tail is beige. On its face are a usually cheeky smile and round blue eyes. Supplemented by its round ears, this Pokemon's head is disproportionately large compared to its body. Atop its head is a cowlick that is longer on females than males. Unlike its feet, this Pokemon's arms are simple purple stubs. This Pokemon uses its powerful tail freely and cleverly for many purposes. The tail is strong enough to anchor this Pokemon to a branch and suspend the rest of its body in the air, but also delicate enough to pick fruit and manipulate objects. This Pokemon has been known to wrap its tail around tree branches as it sleeps so it does not fall. Since this Pokemon uses its tail so much, its actual arms are not as dexterous and become clumsy over time. This Pokemon lives high into the treetops, 
using its tail for balance as it swings from branch to branch. In Alola, Bound Sweet is its favorite food. Whoa, Pokemon eating Pokemon. Oh, no. Also, it's, What's a- your guess? it's, it's Apom. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said purple and then uh, hand on tail is when I knew. Uh, Apom appears to be based on a monkey and the exaggerated concept of a prehensile tail. It may be specifically based on the squirrel monkey, which is similar in appearance. Apom also shares its large smile with a symbol banging monkey toy. It is also similar to an Ahuizatl, a creature of Aztec mythology with monkey hands and a fifth human hand on its tail. Oh, wow, I like the shiny. Shiny Apom is pink instead of purple. Uh, and Clement uses a gadget based on Apom's tail called the Apom Arm. That's the only trivia. It's the only trivia here, but. Uh, it is a cute Pokemon. Uh, what is this, Gen 4? No, Gen 2. When does this Pokemon yeah. come out? I don't know. You got to get it in the Pokemon Go. Oh, it was, it was in Gen 2. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them in Pokemon Go. I was like, what? I'm thinking of its evolution, Am- Ambipom. That comes, Ambipom. That comes in Gen 4. Longtail Pokemon is what it's, it's known as. And this is also another Pokemon that has a different look uh, between male and female. Is it really? Yeah. What the, the little, the little. It's just the little uh, oh, bit of hair, hair on the top of its head is longer on the female. Yeah, wasn't that like a thing? Did they start really focusing on that in Gen Four? Was that a Gen Three thing? I can't remember when the I, I gender differences came in. Can't tell you. Gender differences were introduced in Gen 4, with the exception of uh, Nidoran. Well, that doesn't really count. Technically, <laughs> they're different Pokemon. Yeah, I suppose. Then you have Pokemon like Pyroar, very, very different. Male to female. Jellicent, too, and Unpheasant. Unpheasant. Why on Obama Snow does the female have longer chest fur? That just doesn't seem right. You know. This always gets me down a horrible rabbit hole. Why, like, they put a lot of effort into uh, hip, hip hop, hippopotus and hippowdon. Hippowdon, yeah. They're very different. They're almost, like, shiny. Yeah, yeah. When I first found a female hippowdon, I thought it was shiny because it's, like, all black instead of tan yeah. and black. More like scam and black. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's our episode for you guys today. A little bit shorter, but I think it's all good. I'm trying to like, I know a lot of people like the two-hour episodes, but some people don't. So it's like a, it's it's hard. It's hard to appeal it to everyone. So I think it's okay with an hour. Give people a good hour worth of stuff, and then you know, yeah, uh, ninety minutes. I think is kind of the sweet spot. But we're not going to stretch it for the sake of stretching it. I mean, I have a pretty. Decent shiny hunting story I could tell, but I'll save it for next week because I want to do a little, little more research on on the things I've discovered for sure. Uh-oh. But, but yeah, it's all good. So some house cleaning real quick. Uh, we'll be streaming Detective Pikachu Wednesday, this Wednesday, the twenty eighth, seven p.m. 
Central Time. If you want to not spend $40 and you just want to see the story, you want to hang out with the chat, a uh, good place to start, I think. Or maybe if you're just interested in it and you're unsure, you can at least see the first you know, hour of the game and decide from there. Or if you just want to save $40. Or if you just need something to do. Uh, Wednesday night we're doing that. There should be, if you are a Patreon backer, there should be some new episodes of Alola Vacation this week. Irene and I are uh, going to knock out a couple episodes. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll get every episode we knock out this week. We want to try to catch up on that stuff because I don't think there was a single episode in March. And I apologize for that. Irene's been very, very busy with work. So um, Have have we made any progress on the uh, Irene on anime podcast that I need to come out? <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. Irene's really bad when it comes to consistency. Let me tell you that. Let me throw her under the bus real quick. Uh, we're working <laughs> on that. So, uh, we'll start with a little vacation first. So, we'll, if you're a Patreon backer at the $5 level, you get access to our bonus anime podcast. There's about, there's over a dozen episodes, I think, but hopefully a bunch of more episodes will come uh, if you want to hear Irene and I's thoughts on the Sun and Moon series. By the way, some news that I didn't report. The new Sun and Moon series just started this past weekend. And I heard it was ultra very good. Ultra Adventures? Ultra, yeah, Ultra Adventures. I've heard it was good, so I've, I'm not caught up yet. It's too many episodes in a season for Pokemon. There's like 50 episodes this season. <laughs> uh, they just pumped those out. Uh, Twitter? At Wash in the Sink for Will. At Dragging a Lake for me. At Pokemon Podcast for the podcast Twitter. Uh, and I think that's it. I don't think anything else. Yeah, uh, you got all that stuff in the in the end credit thing. Yeah, the Patreon thing will will roll in the end credits for sure. Not this weekend, but next weekend, Will and I will be at PAX East. Uh, we get in on Wednesday the fourth. We will be there the entire weekend. So uh, there will be one more episode before PAX, and then Will and I will probably quickly do an episode to make sure that you guys get an episode on Monday. So yeah, uh, that's going to be all planned out. And then the following weekend is Midwest Gaming Classic, which I will be at. Uh, so we got two cons back to back. Will will not be at Midwest Gaming Classic, but I'll be there for sure. <laughs> running running the room I've done. This is like the eighth year in a row, seventh year in a row for Midwest Gaming Classic. Second yeah, year. Time. Yeah, second year at PAX. We'll be speaking in the Arachnid Theater on Saturday, April 7th. 12 p.m. Saturday for PAX is sold out. You can get tickets off third-party websites if you really care. Um, if you can only go to PAX one day, I recommend going on Thursday, which is the first day the show starts. I think the first day of PAX is usually the best. Because it's Thursday, there's not a lot of people there compared to Saturday or Sunday. I think Sunday is the worst day to go, honestly. And even though I have a ticket for Sunday, I probably actually won't go to the show floor at all on Sunday. Um, I probably just want to hang out with people and friends on Sunday for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the plan. Uh, so if you're going to PAX, do not be shy. If you are in the Boston area, please tweet at either Will and I, and we will make an attempt to meet up with you. I think I met up, I've met up with everyone that has tweeted at me in the past. I'm pretty sure, unless I missed your tweet, but I don't think that's happened. But the reason we go to these shows is to hang out and meet you guys. Uh, so... For sure, don't hesitate. I know in the past we've done group events, but I think Will and I have 
uh, figured out that it's just easier for you to tweet at us instead of us saying like, hey, Friday night at 6 p.m., we should all meet up. Because what happens oh, is like yeah. some people say they can't come. Some people say they can. Some people cancel last minute. We just work on your schedule. You know, if you're in town on Thursday and it's noon and you tweet at us and we're not busy, uh, we'll try to find you. I mean, if you're there on Saturday, you tweet at us, we'll try to find you. I think it's just easier for everyone just to be like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm in the area. And I, I'd rather get like five minutes to say hello to somebody either at the show or something than for them to say, oh, you know, I could only be there during the daytime and the meetup was at night, so I didn't get to see the guys at all. I, I'd rather just, even if it's just five minutes of saying hello, shaking hands, whatever, that we have some opportunity then no opportunity at all yeah and sometimes in group settings you have a couple people who talk way too much than other people and oh that's so true um not that that's bad uh but just trying to make sure everyone's using the most of their time so we want to respect your time for sure uh and we're going to respect your time right now by ending this podcast <laughs> <laughs> do we have to uh, we have to but we'll be back next week uh yeah we'll have to we'll have to plan like Two episodes this weekend just so we can knock out we can have one ready for the ninth but that'll be all right i got i got i got stuff to talk about if needed if there's no breaking pokemon news but knowing our luck pokemon will announce something huge over packs because they always i feel like every time will and i are on a trip together pokemon news breaks so hopefully not but we'll see all right well this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective so positive i see i told you i've been working on it (laughs) it's super effective was created and produced by me steve black jr logo and artwork were also created by me the music on isc was created by nicholas burgess if you enjoy isc consider leaving a review in apple podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show isc is my current job right now and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISE, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISE.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, Kay, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.